regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features are shown. I'm Joe Scrabbles, and I'm not starting this podcast until Log and Steve apologise. What? 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 Apologise. I need one of you to apologise. What do you want me to? Do you just want blanket apology? Yes. Joe, I lay myself prostate, prostate at your fucking feet. Is that all prostate? right? Prostate? Yeah. Don't I'm, you mean I'm, I'm prostrate a... log? No. Shh. I'm doing something secret, Steve. Okay. Let me get okay. Let me do this. That's actually a really nice apology. So thank you, Log. <laughs> Shit on your foot. <gasps> Shit on your foot. <laughs> Stinking wilf. Out of his prostate. Well, I suppose that's as good as next to an apology as I may be going to get. So here's the Regular Features podcast with me, Joe Scrabbles, your host, your buddy, your pal, and two horrible little boys called Steve and Log. Steve, what do you got to say for yourself, mainly about your feature? I'm bringing you the shipping forecast about the time my dick came out in a box <laughs> next to some children. <laughs> and, <laughs> he does deliver it with a lot more style in the actual yeah. feature. It's not, it's not actually clear in the feature that that definitely did happen, so this has kind of ruined the mystique in advance. I will be taking you back on your second visit to Blythe Manor where the line between ghosts and our avian friends is forever blurred. And I have been in a gym finding a new remedy for my burning thighs. And that's all the features you're going to get this week after this gingle. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit funny this feeling inside what once was jelly is now calcified I've still got some jelly but there's a lot more in there I've got hundreds of teeth I'm like a bone millionaire got all my wishes I'm a lucky boy With bones in my jelly I'm now gainfully employed I work as a teacher And the kids are so nice When they do good work I give them ribs as a prize And now I tell everybody how to get bones. You just need one episode on your headphones. Regular features, regular features, the podcast for bones. If you're a jelly boy listening, your bones are now grown. The podcast for bones. I've been going to the gym. Welcome. I, yeah, we've everyone has to do gym features sometimes, and this one's mine. Hold on, you go to the gym as well, Log? Yes, I've said 
Oof, leg day to three people today already. Yeah. I've seen you log in KMs on Strava like nobody's business. Oh, that's my watch. It won't stop. You can't can't stop. You can't decide what is a worthy kind of exercise to put through it. I did think it was odd that in one day you did a 5K run and I was like, wicked. I'll give him some kudos. And then right under it was like, 1K walk. And I was like, you log that on purpose as well. No, I was trying to, I'm logging it to check my heart rate while it happened. And then at the end of it, I sent it to Strava and fucking grasses you up. And I've got a guy down the road who has come up to me and says, so you've started running. Do you want to join our 5K club? I'm like, no, I do not. My watch grasped me up. <laughs> well, I made the mistake of agreeing to a friend's challenge to run 60 miles in September which at first I thought was fine until I realised during the first run that it was miles and not kilometres, and now it's killing me. I hate it so much. Is it killing you, or is it milling you? It's Mm. killing, it's milling, and it ain't thrilling, I'll tell you that. Um, It's uh, it's, it's horrible. I've got, and for someone who never exercises, I've got okay stamina. I can run for a while, but my legs... My legs hurt so bad. They just ache. Is it your inside bits? Your inside leg? The tendons that join your knees to your balls? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not going to be the skin, is it? The skin really starts to hurt after you well, run. Well, interesting you should say, Steve. What do you... Do you experience thigh burn? No, because I've, I've got a thigh gap. Do you? Yeah, my my thighs are seven inches apart at all times. <laughs> you've got, You're like, I think you've got rickets. <laughs> rickets, the original thigh gap. <laughs> um, I get burny thighs. And I was thinking, is there a way of counteracting a burning thigh? And I thought, you know, like deep heat, deep freeze, deep medium deep heat, squat. deep room temp. Um <laughs> None of those worked. And I went looking on the internet, and one of them, a a spurious website, recommended natural yoghurt for the thigh. Um, To rub on the thighs? Yeah, like a milky balm. Oh, yeah. And so I tried it. Onken. (laughs) My thighs are (laughs) onken. My thighs are onken for onken. Um, uh, The problem is that it's very difficult to localise yoghurt to thighs. Um, and so I went to the gym, and then about two miles into my run... How um, much yoghurt did you apply? Pot. <laughs> Potty. Um, just yoghurt coming down my legs. And it's slow. It was coming un- from under the shorts, running down the shins, over the ankle bumps, and into the shoes. Um so it's embarrassing. You're the guy on the treadmill with the yogurt in his shoes. But then you get home and you are inexorably drawn to the fridge. More yogurt, you think. I'd like more yogurt on the tops of my legs. And then it happens again and you get home and you're like, maybe the problem was that I didn't put enough yogurt on my legs. I've discovered yoghurt sickness. No one talks about yoghurt sickness where you can get addicted to yoghurt going on the top bits of your legs. And that's why I'm putting my head above the parapet. I'm going to talk about the dangers of yoghurt sickness 
correction, I'm going to sing about the dangers <laughs> of yogurt <laughs> sickness. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Looking down at my belt again, yogurt, the buckle taut and unyielding. But I know that relieves fridge away. Yogurt, God, I can't fight that feeling. The buckle is unclasping, the zipper's coming down. My thighs are about to drown. Cause you make me feel, you make me feel. So my thighs say hello to a new friend This big upturned on Ken But then I have the thought again And that's when I start honking Strap in. <laughs> this yogurt, it's begun to drift, seemed viscous, but the heat has caused a shift. I, I was hoping. It would stay But now it's dripping Because the thighs They're just the start It's on my knees Getting caught on hairs I'm wearing shorts When I should have worn flares The yogurt Is now curtain way The sweat and the heat Has made it separate I am dreading where it's going Gravity has cursed me Because the shins They're the next part Yogurt, 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 yogurt <laughs> Yogurt on my shins now <laughs> Yogurt on my shins now Yogurt on my shins now and all the heifers say, I'm a yog on my shins guy. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard just to soothe your thighs today. 
Our subject used some yog, but it turned to curds and whey. It stripped right off his quads, and it's falling off his knees. And now it's on his shins, and it looks like a disease! There's no debate. This guy's a state. And you know this yog is going just one way. He thought his yog was thick, but it's now an oil slick. It's just too late, it's just too late You are in the gym, there's other people in They'll soon all see you swimming in a milky lake And that's not all they'll see Cause soon you'll have big yogurt shoes And now a duet between myself and yogurt Oh hello everyone, I'm yogurt now (laughs) Let's go! Don't go pouring too far. I'll get into your shoes. <laughs> Honey goes into yogurt sometimes, but that's not the kind you'd use. This time I poured it too far. And I drift all down your legs. I just wanted a nice thigh bomb. Now your shoes are wet as eggs. Nobody knows it Yogurt is my friend And I do it again Yogurt Nobody knows it Nobody knows I'm nice on the thighs Why not give me a try And now I present the sound of me Dripping on your legs Yoga, I was so angry with you, but now I love you. I'm going to have a lick of you right out of my shoe. Here we go. Yogurt's good for legs, but just get it on the thighs. If it runs down your legs, then avert your eyes. If it's in your shoes, you are bound to lose your life when you lick a little bit out of your shoes. Do you remember a few weeks ago, Log, when Steve put two songs together and you expressed worry and horror that there might be more after the second one <laughs> did you hear me say fuck you in the middle of that <laughs> i wrote it down and i thought i'm gonna think of one way to do this <laughs> you you raced so quickly from i've been to the gym to you on my legs now listen to this <laughs> yeah because yeah. i had spent so long putting together five different songs about fucking yoga I got to today. And I had two days to write this one. I had to, I got to the end and went, fuck it. I'm not writing anything. I've written five bullet points and I'm just going to riff until I get to play the song. It's your podcast. Oh, I feel exhausted after that and I was just listening to it. I was credulous when uh, you said that you had rubbed yogurt into your legs, but I believed you. Mm. And then you said it was dripping down your legs at the gym, and that's when I knew 
we were going going for a feature. This is a song. <laughs> this is going to be a song. I had, I had no idea it was going to be a song. I thought it was just going to be... where I don't know. I was thinking, I don't know where he's going to go with this. He's gone up a dead end. He's never going to wriggle out of this one. And there, there, there it happened. It just happened. If, if, you, but if you would credit it, all I had this week was you make me feel like a natural yogurt, and I work <laughs> outwards in two directions. <laughs> I can't hear that song without thinking of um, Aretha Franklin singing it at uh, Obama's mm. uh, at the Kennedy Center, and uh, Obama just uh, crying um, at Aretha Franklin's performance. Mm. So when I heard you sing the yogurt song. I in I had a mental image of the Obama president. crying yogurt, <laughs> <laughs> crying a tear of onken. <laughs> I'm Barack Obama, and I meant Romney, and I listen to regular features. Well, I listen to it twice as much. Well, I listen to them all in order again and again. I listen to it seven times. I can pick a random one out and name it. Why did you have to get so confrontational? Oh, I'm sorry. It's just the two-party system in action. Boys, it's hot. Hello. Hi, mm. this is Steve. Hello. Welcome to my regular feature now. Uh, do you know, it's very warm, mm. and so I uh, do not have a regular feature this week, but I will bring you the shipping forecast, oh, which good. is a uh, never-before-parodied style of writing mm-hmm. that I think you might appreciate. <laughs> um, do you know that in the shipping forecast... The shipping forecaster often squeezes in little stories about what happened to them in the park that day. I didn't know that. If you listen for the codes, you'll find them all online. You can, like, decode what happened to them in the park while walking the dog that morning. (laughs) Cool. So um, here is the shipping forecast. All right. Hello, this is Regular Features with the shipping forecast. I'm going to try that in a more British voice. Stop Elgar for a second. Try that again. <laughs> stop Elgar. Stop. stop. Elgar, give me a fucking minute. Is that what you Siri, called? Stop Elgar. I was going to say, is that what you've called your Alexa? Elgar, set a Elgar, timer. Stop it. <laughs> hello. This is regular features with the shipping forecast. They never say hello. <laughs> They're always quite a bit more. Hello. This is regular features with the shipping forecast. Warm front ascending from Lundy. Thundery showers. Visibility's absolutely boggin. West or northwest or northeast or maybe south. Too loud. Down a bit. There you go. <laughs> maybe south as big as a seven. Could be a nine. Could even be a four. Good. Good, good. Very good. Ascending to drizzle. Is very loud. Down it's a not bit. that there loud on my Is it end. not that loud? Okay, fine. I'll put it back up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Drizzle. shipping forecast man. <laughs> Drizzle for a good time. Piping hot rain in Shannon. Decreasing to a warm fog. Northwesterly, but going around and coming back again. Intermittent. Keeps popping back in. What a lemon. Sea state is rough. Probably a six- could be a nine. Could be a nine. A ten? No. We mustn't. Fourth time, dogger, fisher, variable, wet cloud, squall. Very squally. Probably too squally. 
Warm fog rising. Penis falls out. Penis falls out of its shorts in the park. Didn't wear pants. Went to bed naked and got up to walk the dog early. Didn't want to put fresh pants on before the morning shower. Showers, decreasing later. Moderate or good. Occasionally poor. North Fitzroy. Rough, mainly fair. Warm fog. Crouched down to pick up a dog poo and tip of penis popped out very slightly. <laughs> Left leg. Didn't want to waste a pair of fresh pants before shower. Squalls. Hebrides, Bailey. Wall-to-wall squalls. Didn't put pants on. Penis popped out in the park at around seven, eight, just as school was starting. Sleeps in the nude. Enjoys fresh pants after a shower or a squall. There's no point putting fresh pants on before a shower. Shorts, fine. Penis popped out. Thames, Dover, metal gear rising, becoming variable. Just the tip of the penis emerging from the leg of the shorts while crouched near a bush. School children nearby, but visibility poor. <laughs> Slip it back in. The dog might have seen it, but that's okay. Slept in the nude. Pharaohs, southeast Iceland. Could have probably worn yesterday's pants. It's obvious now, I'll remember that for next time. Penis popped out near some children in the park <laughs> good night let El Elgar play out oh, in my no. day that was usually <laughs> followed by the national anthem <laughs> that sounded to me like what it will sound like in my head when I get Alzheimer's <laughs> <laughs> just Random phrases, some of them remembrances, some of them just the names of video games. <laughs> God, that is such an accurate description of most of the things I write. <laughs> <laughs> just like a glimpse of dementia. It was oddly hypnotic. I kind of stopped remembering that there were jokes in it and just got into the, got into the vibe. I just enjoyed the meter of the, the phrase, penis popped out. <laughs> said without judgment or guilt <laughs> yeah just yeah. a statement of pure fact look so I <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> what is it out again <laughs> Sorry, I had to pop her back in so I'm just trying to work out how much of your two features are based in reality how much yoghurt Joe actually put on his legs and how far your dick actually came out near a school child today my penis popped out in the park there were children nearby, uh, but visibility was poor. Visibility was poor, so uh, yeah, didn't want to put didn't want to put a, fre a clean pair of underpants on to go out <laughs> in the morning, like a really early, like like eight, like seven thirty, eight thirty a.m. And you just want to put you, like you need to take the dog out for a start. Quick. Elgar again. He needs he needs it. For <laughs> he's, this. Going, he's going. <laughs> His eyes have glazed over. <laughs> Sitting in this little office Flicking away at the keys When he wants to make you chuckle 
You get a feature that's sure to please Lux little features Probably filthy features that shock and delight Feature! Oh, lads, lads, Steve and Joe. Steve, Joe. The the only two other people I ever do this podcast with. You two are my best friends. Aww. Well, 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 with your consent, of course, you're my best friends. And you've been that way for a very, very long time. That's... Uh, to my, by my reckoning, it's over 500 episodes of loyal paldom. And if you listened to our ever-deepening friendship, back to back, start to finish, from when we barely knew each other in episode one to now when we are en- forever entwined, uh, yeah. p- pubes to moustaches, mm. it would take you more than two weeks to listen to that friendship grow. And that oh is more time than it would take this belch uh, to reach the moon that's assuming your belches can travel through space well i think that's a pretty safe assumption joe yeah joe be nice to log for now but you know what lads my beautiful bum bum chums even after all of this time of bosom buddyhood where every word we speak knots our souls ever closer. I have never invited you both into my lovely Nottingham home. I can scarcely believe how remiss I have been to people with whom I love with all my naive and trusting heart, and who I have never invited you into my house. Would you like to visit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that sounds that lovely. Sounds I mean, really yeah, nice. never, that's so nice of you to invite us. Actually, are you going to put on dinner? Then. Yeah, you'll get some food. You'll get some fucking yogurt, Joe. Cool, I'll come. So, is it vegan? Is yogurt vegan? I don't know. Ask the butler. He's got he's got all of it in the pamphlet. He can hand out. Thank you for accepting my invitation. I will now ask you to kick your tabby-toed laboutins into the mandatory shoe vortex. Step over the thick salt ring and squeeze your torsos over my threshold. <laughs> I do. Now we've invited you, and I hope you're not vampires. Oh no, my neck. Never mind. Never mind. I know you're not. I know you're not vampires, lads. Oh, I'm just having some fun. But no, keep it together. Um, welcome to Blythe Manor. Is that Artex on the walls? Yes, and it's got asbestos in it, so no kissing it without wearing this latex safety mask. Why would I want to kiss you? Well, that's a very fancy staircase to nowhere. Be cool, Joe. Well, thanks, Steve. That's very nice of you to say so about my staircase. It is the staircase from the Loretto Chapel in New Mexico. Of course it is. It's the most famous staircase in the world, according to a Google I did. So I went over there, all the way to New Mexico, in my one-of-a-kind logcopter. And I said to all the nuns, I'll give you 50 British quid for that fucking staircase. The nuns said, No, mister, the staircase was made by baby Jesus' actual dad. We couldn't let it go for less than a ton. So I got crafty. I said, Oh, look over there, it's a dead dog trying to get into heaven. I said that, and while they ran around with an electrified dog soul net, I stuffed the staircase up into my big baggy shoplifting jumper, and, as I believe the saying goes, I went to the chopper. Does the Loretto Chapel mind? According to this website, it says that the staircase was built by St. Joseph after nine billion nuns prayed for ten days. That's a bit of an exaggeration. Sorry, nine days. Well, if they made a whole new Mexico, they can make a little new staircase. Them nuns can fucking whistle. Well, apparently no one knows how the staircase works, and it's a miracle that you can go up and down it. Well, you're, oh, you're on the website too. Oh, we're all on the same website. I wonder if we can say hello on our phones. 
sorry lads, I've got to go and see to something. Don't smash any of the vases. I'll be back in a minute. The vases are absolutely full of treasure and it'll go everywhere. Please don't. Thank God he's briefly left us alone. Now we can finalise our plan to rob Log like the stanky pretend friends we are. I can't wait to see the look on his face when we identify his most prized possession and then steal it and give it to his worst enemy, the Dandy Baron, in exchange for nothing more than a big bag of pick and mix. Yes, that's right, because we're not in it for the money, just the spite. So just hold your contempt in for a minute, Joe. It's really hard. Hey guys, sorted that out. Bit of a ghoulish problem in the kitchen. <laughs> hey Log, what are all these large white spatters on the floor? Yeah, some are just plain white, but some with a glistening black-green solid coiled up in it, like bird shit. You've noticed. Well, I hope you're not easily spooked, fellas. But that's ectoplasm. Blythe Manor is haunted. Ghosts? Yes, but don't worry, they're very friendly. Sometimes they land on your finger and let you stroke their beaks. Come into the lounge. I want to show off my incredible suit of armour. Oh, is this this the room with your most treasured possession in it? Yeah, because that's a, a real particular area of interest for us, a, a, as your best friends. All in good time. I've just got this and one more room after that to show you before we get to the room with the diamond plinth with the egg on it. Okay, well, that doesn't sound like too long. Yeah, I can put up with this and one more room, I suppose. Okay, then. This suit of armour was worn by Roseanne Barr during the recording of her 2018 sitcom reboot. Legend has it she baked to death in that suit of armour after being left out in an LA parking lot on a hot day. Legend has it that on a holy day of the calendar, if you rock the armour back and forth, a warm worm of Roseanne meat will squit from the knee plates. And further legend has it that if you coat the end of a needle in the juice of that meat squit... The needle will always guide you home. Becky! A crow just flew out of the gorget. Does legend have that? A crow? Yeah, a fucking great big crow just flew out doing a shit. Oh, you must mean the ghost of Roseanne Barr. You can tell it's her because of the laugh. I bet she's trying to hatch a new sitcom in there. Hatch a sitcom? From an egg? No, it's just a turn of phrase. Hatch, like you hatch a plan. Hatch a sitcom from an egg? If you're just going to be a couple of silly noodle boys, I'm going to have to ask you to leave my house. Sorry, lads, I'm going to have to see to this. It sounds like the scullery is extra haunted at the moment. Okay, Joe, so we've worked out that the valuable item is on a diamond plinth. Get back in your nest, you stupid ghost. And the thing on the diamond plinth is an egg. You've barely touched your cuttlefish, you ungrateful ghoul. This is great progress. Before you know it, we'll have delivered this egg to the dandy baron. Okay, let's go to the next room, guys. There's no need to walk anywhere. All the floors, they all move around for you. So we're already here, and it's the bathroom. This is where I shower into this discreet unit. There's a separate bath over there for a luxurious soak when I've been sweating in the local ball pit. And on the toilet is my genie lamp with one wish left. Why is there only one wish left on it? Well, I'm waiting for the right thing to come up on eBay. Oh, fucking hell. This bath is absolutely thick with bird shit. Well, that's not how I'd put it, Joe. But yes, the bathroom is a real hotspot for uneasy spirits. 
I think it's because the ghosts like to perch on the edge of the bath while I shower, and they just love it so much. Ghost cum just kind of drops out of their arses. I've asked a priest to have a look at it, but I must have phrased it the wrong way because he told me to get out of his church. Right, this room's great, love it. Fucking wonderful. And it's right next to the diamond plinth room, you say? Yes, you can see the diamond plinth through that large hole in the wall. It's the, the shiny thing with the big painted egg on it. Is that a clown egg? Yes! And what's more, it's the world's only fully inseminated clown egg that is due to hatch this evening. Can you imagine the ghost that'll come out of that? You fucking piece of... Calm down, Joe. We're nearly there. He knows. He knows the difference between ghosts and birds. He's really annoying. Steve, can you look after Joe for a while while I try and calm these ghosts down with a palmful of bird... I mean, ghost seed? He just said bird! He knows! I'm going to use that last wish to get us out of here with the egg. I bet it's a fucking piss genie. I wish we were at the Dandy Baron's house with Log's most prized possession, that massive pregnant clown egg. Hello, boys. I understand you've got something for me. Yes, we got Log's most prized possession for you, the Dandy Baron. And he doesn't suspect a thing. Yeah, he's a real knucklehead. Yeah, he's a real gallon of dung fat. Oh, this gaily painted three-foot-tall clown egg will take pride of place at my exquisite dance party that is starting right now because it is the evening. There's nothing I need to know about it, is there? Nothing about ghosts or birds and that in the evening? To the best of our knowledge, we can safely assure you that no... Joe, it's moving. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's, it's hatching. <laughs> it's Mr Cadbury's parrot. When Mr. Cadbury's parrot goes berserk, the geezer just can't get on with his work. He'll step one on your neck, he'll stick one on your nose. He leaves those Cadbury's mini eggs everywhere he goes. Be careful, cause wherever you may go, you'll hear that Cadbury's parrot say hello. With immense effort, Mr. Cadbury's dead parrot drags its morbid skeletal frame to the wall leaving a trail of barren red yolk dust and razor-sharp shell fragments. Reaching the skirting board, he begins to climb the wall using his long wing bones as though they were arms. With just a thin, translucent skin where his feathers should be, Mr. Cadbury's dead parrot cannot fly. He can only swoop, so he must gain altitude in more mundane ways. He turns to look at you, one blazing red eye, double the size of its sickly blue brother. The smaller eye is locked onto you. The larger spins wildly, plotting hundreds of possible lines of attack from which his chaotic brain will choose randomly. It is impossible to predict his attack because Mr. Cadbury's dead parrot himself doesn't know what he's doing until he's just finished doing it. He squawks. Hello! Hypnotized by his smaller eye, you fail to notice that Mr. Cadbury's dead parrot has reached the ceiling. He releases himself with a moist, peeling sound, squawking. Hello! as he glides into the chandelier, exploding through the crystal into a shower of Cadbury's mini-eggs. His chaotic descent is moulded into an elegant arc as he hits the curve of the dandy baron's ornate banister, which delivers him into the centrepiece of the dance party, an ice sculpture of a dragon. 
Landing at the base of the tail, his momentum gives him the lift he needs to land beak first into the dandy baron's eye, killing him instantly. Well, I guess we've learned our lesson. Log is our best friend after all. And I was wrong to say that the line between birds and ghosts was so obvious. Thanks, guys. I've just come to the party. Let's be friends again, yeah? Yeah! Best buds. Best buds. Fuck, there's going to be a lot of foley on that one. (laughs) Some coins for some features, and you get a B name, and you get a B name. Just some coins for some features, and you get a B Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing per Why episode. wouldn't you? What? Why wouldn't you do that? Give them the money. What? <laughs> if you, you put, give us... Carry go on. Go on, Lug. No, no, I had nothing to say. I was just trying to chip in and say, why wouldn't you? Go on, do it. <laughs> but said it so you paused so though. pregnantly. It felt like I had to create a fucking bit out of it, and I'm not equipped for that. <laughs> I did. I did. I, yeah, I put you on the spot a little bit, because you put me on my flow. I was about to say the next bit, which is, if you give us a £2 an episode... No, you made my voice go all high now. You've Thanks thrown a lot. Him He's lost his <laughs> groove. Lost it. Put it together, Steve. If you give us just two pounds per episode, here's what we're going to do to you. We're going to take your human name and scrub it from the records like a Stasi spy in East Germany. And then we're going to replace your human name with a B name like a Stasi drone buzzing around inside your walls. Like in that film, The Stasi Bee. <laughs> Boys, could you please give a bee name to the following new patrons? A bee name, please, for Barney Cumming. A egg of an bee? <laughs> what was a that? A egg of an bee. Yeah, an egg of an bee. A egg of an bee. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh. I love that a lot. Could you please give a bee name to Gemma Bainbridge? This one is one you can put on the back of your car, and it's, My other bee name is Stinkin' Wilf. <laughs> yes. Can I ask what, what a wilf is? Ooh, it's a I think it's a wasp I'd like to fuck. <laughs> wasp I'd like to fuck. <laughs> wasp I'd like to fuck. Oh, stinking wasp! I'd like to fuck. <laughs> and that's your other B name you're boasting other... about. What's wrong with you? Finally, a B name, please, for George Pitt. St- stang on the Sabbath. Stang on the Sabbath. Yeah, I like when that. stangs are not allowed. Stang on the Sabbath. Brackets off to hell. <laughs> I guess. And this is a bee name that you could hang on your shop when you'd left for five minutes. Stag on the Sabbath, off to hell. I guess. I guess. Uh, if you'd like your own bee name, or if you'd like to join in the fun on the regular features pay, uh, regular features Discord channel, which is called the Hive. 
we all hang out there and we role play being bees and we share little stories and anecdotes about our lives and um some fun uh regular features fan art joe yeah uh mary b Antoni has turned a quote that i barely remembered from the latest smell the well uh, into like a little card that says, "Brother bird, hast the well so frightened thee that thy that thou mightst swoop upon a friend?" <laughs> and it, and there's a little bag that says hashtag smell the well on it as well. And then, can you buy during, that from an online shop? Not yet. Um, and then, right after that, as we've been recording, uh, stubborn bee nudging at your window. <laughs> I had to work that out from emojis. Um, has realised that if you did the reflection of the mel in smell in water in a well, it would say well, sort of. Um, It it looks better in drawing. And then Mary B. Anthony has come back saying they might try and turn it into an actual picture. (gasps) Like an... Uh, like one of those upside down an writing ambi- things. Ambigram, yeah. is that what they're called? Like an ambigram. Like an ambigram of smell the well. Yeah. Uh, so live, while we've been recording, people are coming up with features fan art That's to crazy. bring your well down. My so. dad said I'd never achieve anything. Yeah. And now people are going to make ambigrams, maybe, of a thing I said once that Joe did on a <laughs> podcast that I'm on, actually, Dad. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, so pretty happy with the beehive right now. Well done, everyone, but mostly Mary B. Anthony and Stubborn Bee nudging at your window. We'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. Good night. Uh, egg. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features. You don't see the name Mike Babiglia around anymore, do you? I get him on Instagram every fucking day because he's doing oh. a show in London. Was he at the Fringe? I bet he was at the Fringe, wasn't he? He also, was at Speaking the of the Fringe, his fucking forehead's got Babiglia. <laughs> I can't tell you that much. <laughs> We've reached our quota of one real joke. <laughs>